0: On today's episode, Mike and Ryan discuss boozy advent calendars and what the perfect version of that might look like. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Brewthers-in-Law podcast, where beer is thicker than water. Join us on a journey discovering home brewing, craft beer... And more. My name is Mike and with me as always, my brother-in-law Ryan. Hello again. Hello again. Feel this, like this feels weird. I feel like we've just said hello who almost possibly had lunch <laughs> together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's let's dive right in. So it's Christmas time. not right now, but when you're listening we'll we get be. there yeah. And well we're ramping up to Christmas time now. it's starting to be cold. It snowed the other day. Did it really? Yeah, at, at, uh, at work uh, two days ago. So that'd be like November 3rd at time of
1: recording, I believe, it snowed. I know there was, I saw some like videos of snow and like Gaylord or something like that. up A little more further north, but like. I want like a month more of like proper fall. I know. Well, it's supposed to warm back up. So don't worry. Yeah. Because I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to get one more brew in before it actually like freezes and oh, gets yeah. cold. But I'm, I think hey, I'm going to get do it. Do you in. ever
0: want to come over and just like do your brew at our house? It's supported. I will happen It'll be the caraway porter, uh, my friend. I'll keep you, uh, I'll keep you warm, and uh, I'll keep your thirst quenched. Yeah. Okay. There's yeah. All kinds of. <laughs> I will serve you beer and give you a coat. Yes. Thank you. Let's <laughs> be very. That came off really wrong. Um, okay. So, because Christmas is coming around, we wanted to tackle a uh, uh, a kind of fun topic surrounding Christmas, which is the the rise of the boozy advent calendar. Um, this is something Ryan and I have both participated in for the last few years. And we have lots of thoughts about it, which we want to kind of hash out. So for the first sip, Ryan, um, I would like to know, you know, Advent calendars are, are a unique thing. So if you are religious, if, if, if you are um, like Christian, um, might just... I don't think it's just Catholic, but like there's also Lent, right, which yeah. is also a countdown to a holiday, yep. but it's not really a countdown to a holiday in like a culinary way. You know, mm-hmm. like in with advent calendars there's this this rich tradition of like treats. Yep. You know, whether it's chocolate or you know, beer which we're going to get into. Yep. Uh, you know, there there are kind of like all these little culinary treats associated with with the holiday that you're sort of leading up to. So, what I want to know is um if if there could be a count a kind of month long countdown like that involving food or drink to a different holiday to another holiday one other holiday during the year
1: what holiday would you pick and why <sighs> I mean there's there are obvious ones you can pick feel- Easter if you want I mean What does Easter lead to except for just like a a large amount of food, right? Which I guess part of Christmas is as well. um, (laughs) And presents. And presents, yeah. I mean, you got Easter egg hunt, so technically you get presents there. Um, But I was actually going to say... And, they, and this is kind of a combo because it's already being done. But like Halloween is a, is a great one. But instead of mm. like you can do, you could do candy going up to that. Maybe like getting like little bite sized candies every single yeah. day or, or something fancy little candy. Thirty costumes for your dog. There you go. <laughs> the one I was gonna say, but it's already is being done. Really, are horror movies. So each day is a different horror movie. Oh. And actually, on HBO this year for Halloween leading up to it, they had a setup where. Each day, you you they had three different sections. You had like super horror, scary movie, kind of a middle ground, and then kids. And each day is a different movie. Oh, that's really so you cool. kind of it's figure like, out which pick one you want. your level to be. of yes. of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I thought got... that was really cool. I love that. Yeah. And leading up to Halloween, and then like maybe having a like all from like day one to day thirty, you have all these different horror movies, and then on Halloween, mm-hmm. you. You just stream and do and, and binge all the Halloween movies. And oh, that's right, it. that's the, ultimate so that's like ultimate the end, Halloween yes. movies. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So I was like going to say, so I, so wondered, like you do I wondered Friday Friday what the 13th, your ultimate yeah. was going to be. Your Friday the Thirteenth, your Grudge, your sauce, like all that leads up to Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, not Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, to Halloween, Halloween. Yeah. and you can do the original. just do the original or do a, a binge of all of them because I know there's like six at this point. So yeah. It all the yeah, Your mileage may vary, right? Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, that's a really good idea and you're right, it is kind of something that almost already exists.
1: Yeah. So, and they do the same thing with Christmas too actually. They do like Christmas like what yeah, is it? Christmas the 25 movies, yeah. days of Christmas or whatever it is. Haley and I just watch our two um
0: I'm uh, until recently I was a bit of a Scrooge about Christmas movies and music. I'm I'm rehabilitated, but we still, <laughs> we still watch each her and my one mandatory Christmas movie, which, uh, respectively, hers is the Santa Claus with yep, Tim Allen Santa and Pal. mine is Die Hard.
1: <laughs> oh, god, <laughs> we re- might have talked about no, this. Last yeah, year. we definitely did. We had, <laughs> we had a, con- a vote contest and everything on it. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, no, we do the same thing because we do like hers is Santa Claus, mine's Home Alone. Another good, another. not
0: quite Christmas, exactly.
1: Uh, um, and then I think we do a couple of others, like we do Elf maybe or something okay. like that to, to kind of mix in as well. But right, cool. I know for sure we do Home Alone and um, Santa Claus. I think Santa Claus is actually like Christmas Eve.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we just kind of do it when we can slot yeah. it in. Okay. So for me- Yeah. What do you got? I took a more pragmatic approach. I was like, I, I was trying to think about another holiday with like a really good, you know, like, because my, my, for some reason, my first thought was like St. Patty's because I was like, well, mm-hmm. like- you could do another beer thing pretty easy. St. Paddy's yeah. is about drinking to begin with. But like really the advent calendar, like chocolate, isn't really a part of Christmas. Yeah. Like inherently, like beer isn't like, like it might be for your Chris. Like we got chocolate in our stockings or whatever, but oh, it's yeah. like Definitely it's that. disconnected. It's not like to count down to St. Paddy's Day, you would have to eat 30 days of Irish food, which might be awful that might actually.
1: Be. Well, technically only do 17 days of it because St. Patrick's Day is on the 17th. So yeah. It wouldn't be
0: as uh, bad. One. Yeah. Well, so in in any event, yeah, like I, I was like, oh, maybe not, but but then it got me thinking just about the timing of St. Patty's Day. So I would say, I would I would either pick possibly maybe actually Easter, okay. um, since it already has a, a the Lent thing anyway mm-hmm. that that you could count down to, or the Fourth of July, or maybe St. Patty's Day, but just something on the opposite end of the year from Christmas. So you know, like a half birthday sort of thing, where it's like. You you about every six months you get a, a thirty day countdown to something. <laughs> That's how I would pick it. So I I think Easter might actually be the closest to achieving a crisp
1: June, thirty days. June would technically be your six month part because Easter Christmas. is
0: what like end of April early May,
1: and. Yeah, so
0: maybe 4th of July would be better
1: then. Yeah. Maybe Ooh, 4th of that'd, July. That would be a very American thing to do, to just make a advent uh, calendar for America.
0: all like hokey America things. <laughs> yeah. That could be
1: really good. That could
0: be really good. right write it. these down. Yeah. Copyright. We, copyright, copyright them yeah. now. We're going to do a 30-day <laughs> countdown to every holiday.
1: <laughs> well, I was thinking one even doing like, like college football, countdown to college football starting within the... the final 30 days to it, which should be a holiday which should be yeah.
0: <laughs> All right well so that's enough about other holidays. Let's start talking about Christmas. Ryan,
1: why don't you take us away? what What, what are we discussing here? So for those who possibly don't know Advent calendar as we kind of described is on be- beginning of December you usually have some contraption that holds treats or something you'll get. And treats, treats is a good one. Treats is the best one. It word. could be anything. It yeah. could um, be a toy, could be food, could exactly. be booze. Yeah, exactly. Um, that you open up a little door and you see what's inside and you get whatever's inside for that day. And they're numbered, and yep. for some godforsaken reason, the numbers are <laughs> always shuffled <laughs> yes. and out of order. Yes. They have to um, that that is like it a makes part it, of it the... so difficult to find things because dude like, it's so hard. Uh, but um so what I really wanted to go with on this was trying to do something with beer like we talked about what we what we've done in the past so like we do we've done a beer one before but it's it's a strictly German beer version and you can only you can only have the same brew style so many times in the same calendar. Right. So maybe yeah maybe we should back up for a sec. So
0: uh for You know, obviously Christmas is kind of a weird holiday in that it's like technically a Christian holiday, but it's become very secularized and it's just kind of like something that a lot of people who you don't need to be Christian to celebrate Christmas or to like do the Santa Claus thing and give your kids presents or whatever. And so the Advent calendar kind of goes along with that. And as, you know, originally, I I don't know what like historically Advent calendars were. They probably weren't treats. They were probably like. I think the little toys. Little is what toys. They were. Yeah. yeah. But then, like, for a long time, chocolate has sort of been the, the go-to advent calendar thing. You can just buy a pre-filled chocolate one. But lately, there has been an increase in like all these crazy like perfume advent calendars. And uh you know, like with particularly the ones we're talking about, there there have been like beer and wine advent calendars and whiskey advent calendars. Some of which are only 12 days, some of which are 30. Mm-hmm. Uniformly, most of which are very expensive. <laughs> yes. But uh, but yeah, and so that's the the one that we have done is like a, an imported German beer advent calendar that you can get at Costco. Mm-hmm. It's like 60 bucks, but you get like a nice can of German beer every day.
1: Big so can was, too. Now there's like a little yeah. can or a regular size can. It's it was a big, a big boy. boy, yeah.
0: And it was cool because it was all – it was not – none of them were like weinstefan or like polliner or like yeah. the beers that you, you had, had see. a hard time
1: were... pronouncing the these these beers
0: yeah they they were like not beers they a typically bunch of Umos are and stuff
1: like that yeah <laughs> so it was it was a really cool thing but like like i said like you it was like four the same style of beer And, like they and they were obviously very traditional because it's german where, like, so you had one and then three days later you had the same style like, again. Yeah, it's like, well, this tastes like the last one that yeah. I just had three days ago. Yeah, my other complaint the first year
0: in particular oh, yeah, because of it like did. I think the long storage times and stuff, some of them tasted a bit Metallicy. metallic and yeah. canny.
1: Yeah, and that wasn't great, yeah. didn't love that. So, I'm gonna, I did look this up just now. So, the first printed advent calendar was early 20th century Germany. Um where and they were doing small candies with it at that point. Okay. Oh, so um, and then you reason. do like you can do candies, you can do uh Bible verses, you can do toys, stuff like that. Looks like those are the main ones that you use for an advent calendar. Um but what I wanna do is I wanna I wanna do kind of a proper beer advent calendar. We're gonna perfect this idea yes. of the beer advent so calendar. We're gonna start with what the what we can't find. We'll start with that. So the one thing that I wish, that I, I would love to find, and I think will be super easy to do, is find a craft beer advent calendar. So you get a distributor around this area to take their the beers that they distribute, especially even local, and just put them into this box and ship it out to places to buy. Especially at a liquor store or something like that, I feel like it would go very well. Yeah, um, That's an interesting... So like, yeah, because you could do
0: something like, uh, yeah, like a all Michigan beers advent calendar or all California beers advent calendar yeah. and sell it locally. You don't even have to transport the beer very far. No, not at all. And the other thing
1: I would like to find that I can't find anywhere, you can find disposable versions, but like you can buy, especially like on Etsy or any Amazon, um, a box that you can use for beer advent calendar. That you can build yourself, but it is a one-time use and they're not cheap still right so you're spending 20 30 bucks on one of these things yet you use only once and you still have to fill it with beer so interesting okay so
0: that okay so let's let's take the first point first um so i yeah like we we when we talked to the folks at gravcap they Mm -hmm. uh in in season one, yes. they they mentioned that as part of their kind of strategy to get through the pandemic, they were doing advent calendars, yes. which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And like I loved that idea. But you gotta figure, like, GraphCap did not have 30 beers. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was only a twelve day calendar. Maybe yeah, they could maybe. do maybe they did have twelve beers. Um and the like half month thing, that's that's great. Um, you know, because for some people it can be a bit of a I know my dad has tried to do this with us, and it's a bit of an ordeal for him to try and, like, drink a beer every day for 30
1: days (laughs) because it's just so
0: far outside his normal Especially especially
1: with those German beers, too. And they were tall,
0: yeah. Yeah. But so it would be interesting, yeah. It's like uh, the – it has been done, the, like, really hyper-local single brewery one Mm – but yeah, it seems like it would almost peak if it were like like imagine like a Warren Michigan area brewery, you know, like you 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 could just do that. You could do like Coonan Dragon Mead, and then like when it was still there, falling up, yeah, falling three up. breweries falling down, yes, yeah, um, falling up is a band, sorry, <laughs> but uh, like three breweries together, you each supply ten. That, that'd be easily doable. And yep. that would be really cool. Like imagine selling that in stores in Warren, you know, they, they could they could exactly, do some yes. of their deeper cuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, that's the first thing that comes to mind is like, yeah, you can do like all throughout Michigan, 30 different breweries, each supply one beer. Yes. That'd be incredible. Like do it by state, but doing hyper local could be really cool too. Yeah. I just, I don't know how difficult it would be
1: logistically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's something that you, it, cause we have our our father in law, we're cause we're doing we are gonna do an advent calendar this year for whiskeys and other liquors, and he's actually building the reusable, which is a key one for for I've seen. Um point number uh, two. Point number two <laughs> is a reusable one where it stands—it's a tree. It stands up, and you have a little spot for each little bottle. You slide it on in. He even painted the top—the top of the bottles, t- uh, caps. So when it comes out of the tree, they look like ornaments, and they're like red and green right. and red and blue and yellow and stuff like that. So that it looks really good. That's the other issue that you you don't find. Like I see them with—I seen reusable ones with liquor. I seen reusable ones with wine and other things but like with beer it always seems like it's a it's a box that you just open each one right. and it's like and it a th- feels like there's a missed opportunity like it would have to be a pretty
0: dang big tree and very sturdy to oh, hold all this beer mm-hmm. but imagine if like the if we someone did the same thing where it was like 30 bottles i'm imagining this would maybe be a nightmare to ship but but like a well whatever it's like a a 30-pack, so what, like, yeah. th- but in, in any event, like, just imagine where, like, the bottle caps are the ornaments.
1: Yes. It could look so cool on, like, a very large tree. No, imagine this, though. You said, you said 30-pack. Imagine every year a bigger company, we'll say, like, a, a Bud or um, Miller or something like that, does it with their beers yeah, because they in all have huge catalogs of craft. beers. They do, yeah, with all underneath them, so they can do that, and they already build boxes. So you just have a box that can have randomly random beers in there. You don't know if it's going to be a Bud or if it's going to be one of the like sub companies that they own. And then like you just open it up, and it's like, oh, it's it's unreusable, unfortunately. But as a service, as a as a company, you sell that with beers in it. Oh, okay, but so.
0: What about this though? What if it was like a subscription service where, like, when you sign up, you pay for the reusable thing. They send you the thing. Mm-hmm. Then let's let's pretend you're just doing the 12 day version mm-hmm. instead of the. It's not I we I've said 30 about a million times. It is a 24 day thing because Christmas is on the 25th. So I'm an idiot, but um, but oh, actually, 24 is even more convenient too because they make 24 pack boxes. Exactly. So then you either sh- you ship someone just a box of beer. Every year as part of the subscription and they plop it into the reusable thing that they paid for when they signed up. So like you, you get a tree once Mm -hmm. you can order a replacement if it breaks, but then the subscription just gets you the beer and they just send you the
1: beer every year. Dude, I would absolutely sign up for something like that. That'd be so cool. Now, I think... We'll take a break in this a little bit and then dive more into other ideas because I do have a ton of other ideas to go with this, and I don't want to go too much into everything of all our ideas before the, the break. But the other issue that I've seen a lot is is is, is going to be this like you were saying the size is going mm-hmm. to be an issue because like when we had the, the German beer one, that thing was up, up to my hip on uh, yeah. how high it was. Um and there was like just wasn't a good it was like
0: Okay, looking, but it was made. It, didn't out, it was been, a cardboard box. Well, not, yeah, it didn't. So be by fancy. the time you'd opened up a bunch of them, it was like, where do we
1: put this? It's I feel too like,
0: heavy to hang on the wall. Yes. Like ours just <laughs> ended up in like an awkward corner. I was gonna say, ours was a, mine. It
1: was in the garage where it was cold, yeah. so I didn't have to worry about refrigerating it. Smrt. Um, but like, even if it was like like something like that, and it wasn't a reusable thing, but you still like as a company still did it every single year, I'm fine with that too. But I like your idea actually a lot more. I didn't even think about doing it like that. But um, let's do quick, quick break, um, and we're gonna come up back with some more ideas, and I think on not just a national level, um, a local level, a a single brewery level, and even a homebrew level. I have ideas for. I know. So, with that said, I just grabbed the rest of a beer that we had tried before. You have nothing, but I'm gonna cheers anyway. Cheers. I've got drags. Cheers to drags. you mm-hmm. Hey,
0: this is TC. And this is Jim from the Studio Demands It podcast. Where every episode we take a demand from a hypothetical studio. Which could be you. And challenge ourselves to conceptualize, pitch, and craft a film based on the stipulations. Or the demands. We are given. We talk about movies all the time. Particularly, we complain about the choices made in the films we've seen. We're nerds like that. And, of course, like any good nerd does, we automatically assume that we could do better. Even with the demands and restrictions that clearly must have been put on by a production. So head on over to studiodemandsit.com and listen to our previous library of episodes. Our library of previous episodes.
1: Our precious library, Jim. (laughs) Our
0: library of
1: precious episodes. (laughs) You're a pirate (laughs) Smeagol. Okay, so head on
0: over to studiodemandsit.com to listen to our library of episodes. And submit your demand for a future episode, too. So go do that. Okay, bye. Okay, end of ad. Jake, have you ever been looking for a definitive Nintendo ranking and can't seem to find it because it's just everybody's
1: own opinion? Honestly, all the time, Sam. Well, I'm looking for someone to give us the answers. Wait, you mean like a podcast made by two young, handsome men where they create a definitive top five list of all things Nintendo? Should we just do it ourselves? Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Let's give it a shot. I'm Sam,
0: and I'm Jake, and And at Top Top 5 Nintendo, Nintendo, I'm going to give you my Top 5 list, and I'm going to give you my Top 5 list, and then we're going to duke it out and see what the real Top 5 is.
1: And we are back, and we are going to discuss ways we can, we, or everybody, I'm using royal we can solve this issue of a proper advent calendar. We kind of discussed a little bit. A beer advent calendar. Beer advent, a strictly beer advent calendar. We're going to idealize on multiple levels, you said, right? Yes. We're, we're going to idealize every every level of beer advent calendar. So I'm going to start from the top and then we'll work our way to the smaller guys okay. like us. So we're going to do the opposite of uh, Drake. And <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you. I'm glad you got to go out of that. Um, so the 1st we're going to start with the big... Budweiser and Miller and even Sam Adams, the bigger distributors that are um, around the country, who own other comp- uh, who own other breweries as well. And what they can do is we kind of discuss where your idea. I actually love your idea, where like a subscription, you get a, a, a reusable thing that you can do every single time, and then you get a box from them. And I think this would only. Mostly work with a bigger distributor like a, a like a Budweiser or a Miller mm. um, because they have so many more options that they can use. Right. And I think one thing that's I think is would be really good with this is a if you're like Sam Adams and I, um, I think I talked about this in a previous episode. It might it might have just been just us talking in general, but we I I talked about um, at Sam Adams they brew random beer sometimes that don't actually make it into production. Um but they could use that advent counter to test those beers out into a major public area. Oh man. You you could even
0: have like have a rating sheet and then like give people like a discount if they submit it or something exactly, like that. Exactly, yeah. Oh, dude. So we need to be execs <laughs> a major beer company. We can make them so much money. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> so like with a company like like Budweiser, who or even Sam Adams, who might own other companies within them, they could put in your Boston Lager. You can put in your October classics. You can put in the winter, the winter lager as well. well. That would give you some valid data on how those are aging. You know, like yes. are they
0: are people's taste shifting away from these mm-hmm. beers? You know, maybe you could get a sense for that.
1: before. Before your sales mm-hmm. tank too hard. And then you can try your random, like your random porters, your, your sours or your something like what, that. What do You You call know it like someone's I... probably not going to buy a six pack of it, but they might try one and then that might lead to them buying well, more. Well, and, and they'll be so likely
0: to try it if it's like part of a program they're already doing where they're like, I'm just exactly. trying whatever they give me mm-hmm. every every night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, that is a genius idea. I love that. And um, here is actually, so another almost the opposite sort of thing Um, is if if it's a big company and it's a subscription, they could offer like customization. So like, you you know, I have those, Mm. I'm going to plug these, I think it's called like pocket, pocket Java or whatever, you know, like those little like coffee bars I have. So they're basically these like, they're like chocolate bars, but they're made from like dehydrated coffee mostly. Then there's a little bit of cocoa and stuff in them, but it's like, like a bar where you eat the bar and you get like the amount of caffeine that is in a cup of coffee. And a it bar tastes is like, a cup of coffee or a bar is a square? cup of coffee. Oh, no, no the whole bar. It's the whole okay. bar. Um but they're really good. Oh man. Um pocket latte. That's, That's it. A, yeah. But so so they have you you can buy like so they have four varieties. There's um milk and sugar, mm-hmm. There's lavender, there's hazelnut, and there's dark roast. So they offer like a variety pack. Or you can get specific. If you are vegan, mm-hmm. then uh, the milk and sugar isn't for you, but you can get the other three in a pack. Yeah. If you want one specifically, you can order that one. Okay. So I'm thinking like, you know, some someone like Budweiser or even Sam Adams could probably do something where it's like, do you want the full sampler? Do you want the hop head sampler? Do you Ooh. want the I hate hop sampler? <laughs> you know, or, or even just like, you know, maybe you fill out a, you know, it's like one of those wine services where they send you wine every month. Ooh, yeah. It's like you click your preferences mm-hmm. and then they give you some options. They're like, based on what you said, we think you might like these choices. Mm-hmm. And then you you pick from a set of prefab choices so they, it's not like custom for everybody, but they can still kind of give you – you're not going to do a sampler that has 10 IPAs in it when you hate hops yeah. or whatever.
1: I think that that actually goes to my next one I was going to say is as a distributor who has a little more power because like they, they could distribute Budweiser as well, but they're going to distribute the, tini, the tiny microbrewery that's also in your area. They could work something together, go to these all these breweries and be like, hey, we're going to do an advent calendar. You want in, you want out, and let us know what you want us to sample. And then as a distributor, you can do a, a hop head pack. You can do a dark and stormy pack that's more dark beers and everything else. You can do a lager pack or something like that that's lighter. And I, Or you can yeah. do... As a distributor, you can do all locals. You can do all mainstream. Like you can do that as a distributor. Yeah. I think it would be really good. Like Powers, which is in our area, needs to hop on this train. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Get on this train
1: and give us five percent. Give us <laughs> five percent of sales. The I thought
0: I knew that. We're not asking them much. But um, uh or well, we'll just give us free subscriptions to the service. That'd be great. Give me, too. Give, me a, give us one percent. And then a free
1: subscription as well. There you go. There we go. <laughs> but,
0: well, so the other thing too is like, okay, so if, if we go back to the subscription thing where you are sent a reusable thing mm-hmm. and then you're just sent either a 12 or a 24 pack of bottles,
1: mm-hmm.
0: all you have to do is just like shove some some bottles into a, a six pack thing and mm-hmm. just send it. Like yeah, exactly. they, they don't even, like the the different options wouldn't be that bad. Yeah. you know be, because it's not like they all have to be slotted into a christmas tree or whatever you just
1: like shove a bunch of them into a box and mm-hmm. then send the box exactly you know? like like the german one that we it's had just like a literally just, is, oh, yeah, yeah. just send a box out to people to try and you can sell it at liquor stores and like i guarantee you liquor stores would sell out instantly with yeah. that stuff from like, like either and from either level of like as a main brewery or as a distributor pack, something like that. I think that would work perfectly. All right. So this is a bit of an aside, but like- Okay, go. Every
0: be, Because of what uh, Rich is making for us, yes. the Christmas tree, which yeah. I think is a brilliant idea. Really, yes. But let's branch out a little bit because everything I've thought of, I'm imagining slotting things into a Christmas tree. <laughs> what other cool, like, okay, if you either had cans or bottles- what other cool things could you do aside from ornaments on a Christmas tree? Can you think of anything?
1: You could do almost garland-like. So instead Ooh, of like random spots on the tree, you kind of line them up and you have to like get similar color bottle tops. So like, like Three Floyds, obviously, is, we, we're drinking that right now. But like that's a weird bottle cap. But like Budweiser is a red. fine Red Stripe red like you just get a string of red caps oh. a string of blue caps a string oh, of green cool caps, yeah. or something like that i think that would be a cool way of doing that
0: although actually that would feed into like uh doing a christmas tree really well too if you just had like okay we're doing we're doing blue red and yellow or whatever yeah. and like uh so so it looks kind of like not like there's 24 different colored ornaments it looks like there's like there's only three colors, mm-hmm. and they just repeat. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, a garland thing would be cool. Um, I was trying to think too. Like, is there a way where you know they could make it almost like you kind of stack them up, and then you pull off this and like make a, I don't know, build my,
1: build my, the tree out of the bottles itself. Yeah, or something so like, like that. A, like, and a then almost you just kind of like a wire like, frame. Then you just
0: deconstruct Ooh. it slowly or whatever. The only. Th- I think that would actually work because and it would just look do, worse
1: and worse, though. That would, but but so does an ad, so does a normal advent calendar because you pop yeah, I'm about to have open. all the popped open things. I think like if you 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 start front from the bottom and then you work your way up to the top, and so like you do five on the bottom and then you do a few less on the, yeah. the next one, a few less, and then you have. one. The there could be ways to mitigate that, like maybe there's just a printed
0: version of the can underneath the can, or it just looks like a tree. So it's yeah. like a tree. You're slowly pulling the. Ornaments off of mm-hmm. or something, and then all that's left is the star on top. And like it's Stella,
1: Stella yes, Artois, there every yeah. single year it's Stella. Or uh, <laughs> uh, isn't there a beer that literally just has like a star as it? Sapporo, I think actually is. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. But uh, the other the thing you can do with that too is you talked about like a set thing that you can reuse. That's a cheap thing to make because it's just a wire frame and you can build up and it's you can collapse it down even too as a beer provider for that calendar, you send the beer for that one and you randomly number them to put Mm -hmm. them in the right spot. So like, it's not like I get my bottles. I'm like, well, this one isn't really something I want to drink. So I'm going to put it randomly on this spot that I might not actually get to because it's a Monday and I have to work late. So it might be skipped. Instead, it's like randomly put into because as a distributor or or brewery, you label them to go, okay, this is number one. You put that in the spot one. This is number three. This is number 22. This goes in spot 22. So I think that's a, that's a really cheap and easy way yeah. without doing this a box that's, right. that you have to reuse or you can't reuse every single year.
0: Right. Yeah. You, yeah, you just give people the numbers and so they can sort it in themselves. Yeah. You know? um, so another idea occurs to me. If you are a distributor, maybe this is something – I don't actually know if this is something a distributor would be able to do. But imagine like for the real craft beer lover – the 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 connoisseur the 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 pilgrimage maker yes. of craft craft beer drinkers what if like you could pay an exorbitant amount like $300 or something and get an advent calendar that was all full of like from around the USA just rare hard to find or very special aged beers you know where it was like for the month mm-hmm. of december each time you were getting like we we just recorded our uh well i guess we're we're moving backwards now but but yeah. uh so never mind i won't i won't bother talking about it but, but like imagine something like russian river where yeah. like they they have like these aged sours that are you, you know like they're they're really special or like uh three floyd's dark lord where mm-hmm. they have like a release day for it and it's like this really special thing or just something like that, or, or you mm-hmm. know, like a grand crew like Dragon. Dragon Mead used to have their um, uh, Armageddon only came out once a year. Yep, and it ages really well, like mm-hmm. because it's so strong, you can you can theoretically keep it around for like a couple of years. I have, still so have a bottle. Yeah, so imagine <laughs> I need you could do side. a premium thing for connoisseurs where they're like getting mm-hmm. all like just grand crews from all over the the nation. And they're all just collated together and you pay a premium price. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if like, cause like powers, which is in our area for distributing only really does Southeast Michigan. So like, I don't know if they would have the ability to go down to like Kentucky and getting some random bourbon age beer or something like that. Um, or go out to the West coast and find something that's super happy or, or some kind of crew or something like that to put in there. So it's, it's, um... Yeah, you're uh, like, I don't think they had the, the full power. Logistically, could be tricky. I, yeah. think, I think that'd be more for, like, a Budweiser that owns a small brewery yeah. that does have that ability, that does have that. Sam Adams Utopias on the 24th, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting to try that beer for so long.
0: start saving now, yep. Ryan. It's
1: $300. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it
0: probably might be more for, like, 24. Because some of those... I mean, I don't know. Expensive beers can run, like... 10, 15 bucks a bottle for like the mm-hmm. really expensive ones. I just realized probably that. worse, but that's, that's just my experience.
1: Another level that could, another group that could do this same thing is a brew hub type place, like a hop cat, a hop cat could just go out and just like, do like stock a whole bunch of like boxes of uh advent oh. calendars they or have like a beer. a bottle shop
0: or something? Yeah. Like yeah. some
1: place that just has a ton of bottles or cans that they can then just load into an advent calendar they build or they buy or whatever. Yeah. And I wonder legally that. if they
0: can. Because I know like the license for like selling packaged beer isn't the same as for. Well, like, I don't know that. I think that.
1: Well, I know like because I go, I used to go to uh, a place that's um in Rochester. It's called, uh, I forgot what it's called. Hold on. The Mecca? No that's a, that's just a store this is like a restaurant um clubhouse bfD so they made it so like you can like order a draft beer or they had an can or bottle you can get it as well but you can also build your own six pack of I'll whatever they have on bottles oh. so why not build like do kind of like that with an advent calendar it's gonna be pricey as hell. Because I know, like but that's kind of what we're talking. Yeah. Like we're 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 talking for the premium.
0: Yeah, yeah. And like, you will get premium stuff out of place like that. Yeah, and 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 I think there would be a market for it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I mean, honestly, it's once a year. Yeah, you know, if if I thought I was getting four hundred dollars worth of beer and I was only paying two
1: fifty, I'd
0: like yeah, to. Right
1: no, yeah, no. <laughs> and like, but also, like, as a company, like, okay, so we have to buy, say, like five thousand of these buildable like paper or, or cardboard uh, advent counter boxes that we have to fold up, fill with, and then have out there to sell for say, we'll say $250. Right. Like there's that, that 5,000 or whatever they buy will be gone. Guaranteed. Uh, even at a small place like clubhouse BFD, like it will be gone. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think that's a great idea. That's another level of it. Now the next level would be a microbrewery. So like a dragon Mead. Okay. A kickstand or, a or something single like that. Micro single microbrewery. Okay. The first thing I would say is they could team up, obviously, like you said with like a Warren area like version. A city and- yeah, city area, something like that. So like I think that would be an easier way to, to yeah. if you don't have a lot of brewers, like yeah. some like Kunin or Drag Me that obviously has a plenty well, of beers not, to do it themselves. And not
0: not every brewery, like like Dragon Me prides themselves on having like a crap ton exactly, of beers yeah. available at once. Not mm-hmm. every brewery is like that. You mm-hmm. know, they might have six to eight yeah. at once or whatever. <laughs> But the, the other thing that I think is cool about that is I think as like craft beer drinkers really value the collaborative spirit of our, the industry where it's mm-hmm. like all the, I remember like back when you and I used to like work the Dragon Mead stand at, oh, yeah. um, at <laughs> the beer Good and like the, the folks from, from Kunim would just like wander over and ask if we wanted one of their beers yep. and like they'd, you, you know, it was, it was, it was just like very, very clear. Like I remember, I, I think it was the owner like showing his wife one of Dragon Me's beers and being like, "Oh, you gotta try this. This one's yes. so good." Yes. And it's like this is really positive, like collaborative thing
1: where they and even all outside the city too. Like you, they all want each other to mm-hmm. succeed. Like there's, there are. There, I remember going to, to them before and, and breweries like I barely heard of, like working with each other. Yeah. In different parts of the of the state, and they're like, yeah. Now it's yeah. becoming
0: common to do like collaborative brews, yes. and mm-hmm. so. I, I know at least I do, and I think a lot of craft craft beer people like that about the industry that it's not like cutthroat. It's
1: everyone wants everyone yes. else to succeed because it's good for for everyone. Now I know there are some some out there across. And it's I'm sure there are exceptions. That is but- like, eh, it's the, my way of the highway. Yeah. But like, yeah, there are yeah. out there no matter what. But I guess my yeah my my point
0: is that I would think that um that part of. Us as like craft beer drinkers that likes that would love like a local collaborative thing where it's like oh like mm-hmm. look it's like the three microbrews and we all love each other and we did a mm-hmm. calendar together like
1: and so I think that would sell. and I think it, exactly I think it's a great for as a as a microbrew especially if you're working together for a smaller one to get some beers out there for people to try and then come to the brewery but also if you have an idea for a random beer to they can again, do the same thing solicit yeah, exactly. feedback yeah put in there and and see how they like it if they if get some people who then come in it's like hey i had this advent calendar and i had this this lager you guys made like is it available and like no it was it was experiment we want to see how it was and then when you have people coming in asking for it you know to make it yeah so and then you can try variations so like if you're doing a stout or porter and you're like okay let's make a chocolate coconut raspberry and two variations of this same beer. So that's a really interesting point. Okay. So
0: my, uh, Bush and I, like my, my roommate that I used to yeah. agree with, mm-hmm. um, we tried once we made a stout and we split it into thirds and we made uh, one of them, we added cherry to mm-hmm. one of them chocolate. And then one of them stayed the way that it was. Okay. And we, um, You know, we like split one batch into three. Mm -hmm. That could be a really interesting way for a smaller microbrewery to make an advent calendar feasible. You know, Mm -hmm. like take orders early in the year so you know what you're going to have to... How many boxes you need to order, yeah. How much beer you need to make, basically. But then Mm -hmm. you could make, even if you're doing a 24-pack, that means you could make as few as eight beers if each of the beers had three looks. Exactly. Probably it's going to be... You know, you're not going to be able to do three looks for every beer, but like you could do that. You know, like the uh, Dragon Mead, you can buy under the kilt or you can buy barrel aged under the kilt. Yep. Those are very different beers. And if you if you put all the kind of special stuff, the the tweaked stuff mm-hmm. near the end, it's like you kind of, they get to try your bass lineup and then they get to try these interesting riffs on your beers later exactly, in the yeah. month. Mm-hmm. Like that could be a cool way for a brewery without, 12 or 24 distinct recipes to to still round out a calendar. Yeah. And I think it, try some stuff. Yeah, like and I set. think it
1: will be great publicity for a lot of the smaller microbrewers out there because like you do have the big names like a drag me or Kunin or um Elysium or I'm um, blinking on a lot of them at water. Like a lot of these microbreweries in our in this state are known, but there's a lot of them that like I've never probably heard of. There's an obscene amount. Oh, for sure. And they and they come and go. Dunk Town in Michigan has a microbrewery. No, no doesn't have one actually. I learned (laughs) this last night. Gross Point does not have really a brewery. They have Atwater in the park, but they don't actually have like an actual brewery for themselves. Distinct, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, at least they brew
0: at Atwater in the park. They do.
1: They do some of their own stuff. They do some
0: unique stuff. Yeah. So it half counts. But Yeah. yeah, you're right. That's interesting i about to say you're right. They don't. They don't have like uh, an independent only their
1: mm-hmm. unique yeah. spot. And like, send to some place like Saint Clair Shores has like four of them. So
0: yeah. maybe that's why Gross Point doesn't have more
1: than one because they can just hike up to Saint Clair Shores. I mean, yeah, it's so not that, that far. <laughs> so now let's let's bring it to us home brewers. And I think this is the hardest one because obviously, like I brew six beers in a year. And they will not, then by the time I get to winter, I'm probably going to only have two for my winter stock. And that's it. I think this is where it comes down to what you were saying, actually, with you and Bush doing those separate variations of a beer. Yeah. And like, because I have a ton of those one-gallon growlers, I can do a one-gallon batch, like split it up into each one-gallon and then put whatever flavoring I want into the secondary. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah. You, you, you would, you would focus
0: on, one beer five looks or whatever yeah, yeah like here's and I, a here's a real base recipe i can take a lot of different directions mm-hmm. and i'm going to take it a lot i'm going to do a 5 mm-hmm. gallon batch five different you know one of them stays the same the other four get interesting mm-hmm. things added to them wood chips cherries yep. whatever and i think yeah, another
1: i think another good idea that could go with that as well as as home brewers is like kind of like what we're doing right now with the 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 one with our father-in-law like, we each have an X amount of, that we have to, to add into the calendar. But with beer, obviously, it's a little more difficult. But so you could do your beers that you have, and then maybe you know of this microbrew or another beer that's, like, super, 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 super good. You want or to share you know it? Of your brother-in-law who also brews. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, no, so I'm saying, like, even if you and I did one collaborative. It'd be hard to fill out a full month. Exactly. But uh, even if, half we month each, be hard. if we each did, say – Three of our own. So it's six. But we decide to go also go into a brew store and be like, oh my God, this beer right here. I don't know if I don't know if I don't know if Ryan's had it yet. I'm gonna grab this beer and oh. then we add it to our calendar. So like as well it's yeah, it's it's we're
0: we're sort of doing it on a very small scale. You know, it's it's going to maximum three or four people. So we could buy like beers that we think those other people
1: would like. Mm-hmm. And if we get more people into it. So say like it's us, and then we get um, like my buddy Chris who brews as well. Um, Some and of those of lagers. the loggers that he does, yeah. And then we get um, one of Mal's friends, um, Micah, who brews as well. She does a lot of good and crazy flavors. Right, um, right now, all of a sudden, we we've got four people mm-hmm. to
0: fill out a twelve-day advent calendar. It's just three beers. That's exactly
1: easy. yeah. And if you still want to, if you want to go to the full twenty-four, you can still put in like those little fillers. Like if I know there's a this weird. Like porter that somehow tastes like strawberry, chocolate, and vanilla. I'm gonna throw it in there for other people to try because I know it's good. You've, <laughs> it took you a minute to figure that one out. <laughs> Check
0: it off the because isn't it a stout, Neapolitan stout? No, it's a porter, actually.
1: What? Yeah, it's a nitro porter. Well, you can get a nitro. You cray. Okay. <laughs> Check it off the bingo card. Yes. I talked about the Neapolitan. Uh... I'm waiting for you to say philosophy still. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Right now you've said it, (laughs) but um, they don't talk about advent calendars. But yeah, I think that's I think that's a great way to. And then like as the four of us doing it, we each get a box. We send each other, we like we get each other our bottles. We send it to each other, so they have like one of our all of ours, and we open each each box each or each one each day, and we, we whoever it was we explain oh, yeah, this one's mine. It's a Goran Spice Ale. It's a spicy ale with Serrano and Poblanos. And then you come in, it's like, oh, yeah, this is this is my take on Anchor Steam. It's got this in it. It's, yeah. it's, it's a close quote. that really fun, yeah. actually. And then so, if it's one of the ones that you purchase that in, you'd be like, oh, yeah, this is a cool, like, lager that I found that has, like, um, dragon fruit in it or something like that. And it's like you kind of just add all these yeah. different things.
0: So the one... One consideration for this would mm-hmm. be that, especially homebrew, you know, like where, depending on who you are, your your, pro, your bottling process is more or less successful at keeping oxygen out. Um, <clears throat> these beers aren't going to have, like, ridiculously long shelf lives. So, mm-hmm. you're probably looking at whatever you're going to do, you're going to want to make it, I would say, at least within six months of mm-hmm. Christmas. If it's... Um, if it's a hoppy ale, even mm-hmm. closer, probably to make sure it's really peaky, probably want it to be brewed within two or three months of Christmas. Yeah. Um, so that that'd be tricky, but you could strategize, you know, maybe try and make the the ones that are gonna tend to last longer and age better earlier, mm-hmm. and then make the other ones closer too. I think this would be fun to do, actually.
1: Yeah, I'm very intrigued.
0: Haley and I for a while got into the habit of we, we had two or three brews in a row where we like um, took a portion of it and bottled it. Mm-hmm. When, when, you know, just before we kegged, we we, we we would just, we I basically transfer it into the keg. And then before we carved it, I just, just on the tap, just like take out a, a gallon and mm-hmm. we just bottle that gallon mm-hmm. and bottling is a pain in the butt. But like, if you just did that,
1: with a few of your beers, like, I think it would be doable. We need to get those, uh, one of those wands that you attach to your keg or your, your oh, kegerator. yeah. Like and a bottle. And so yeah. I, I
0: actually, I've like rigged up one. Um, but I've never tried it. I, I've been really curious about it. Cause I basically have, you know, those little, um, it's just like a little, yeah, like a little bottle, bottle, bottle filler wand. Um, like that goes on the end of a siphon. Mm-hmm. I have one of those, but then I got this rubber stopper that fits over it and then it just can kind of jam into one of those little hand picnic taps like uh rich has oh yeah so you just kind of rig all that up and what you can basically do is just like jam that on and then like fill the bottle up Mm -hmm. and i have all the stuff to do it i've just never tried it there was a guy i've never had like a good reason to try but you're right like if Mm -hmm. we could just bottle off the tap that would be so much easier we would just need to be confident that Like I would be nervous that beer bottled off the tap, where it's not, um, you know, you're not like bottle conditioning it, Mm -hmm. that it would stay good for like months.
1: Yeah, that's and that is the issue that comes down to it. Yeah, I think I think the best way, especially if you want to hold on, maybe like you brew something early in the year and you want to hold on to it for doing an advent calendar like this with this home brewers. I think you would have to bottle first, like a small batch. Like yeah. you were saying, like, pull a gallon out and bottle that right away so it kind of stays off to the side and and isn't bothered by anything else. And then when you get to that point, hopefully, I mean, as long as it's not contaminated, it should be fine. But, like, obviously, I know there's, all, there's always more issues that come when you bottle. Yeah. Depending on how clean the bottles are and, and oh. caps and everything. This is really making me want to do this. I'm, I'm – I'm- <laughs> I kind of want to wait because I know- I was
0: just like sitting there while you were talking. I I almost like, sorry, I almost (laughs) kind of daydreamed for a second. I was like, how often does Micah brew? (laughs) Could we make this happen? She doesn't brew- Because if we committed to just doing a a -er, Mm 12-er, that's everybody's only responsible for four. Mm -hmm. Say you bottled like a six pack of each. We could do six calendars.
1: Six six people could Mm -hmm. get 12 distinct beers- And we can add more, and then when we add more people to it, we can extend it to a 24 pack or 24 day calendar. Mm -hmm. So whenever whenever Rich starts brewing after he retires (laughs) and everything,
0: he could just he he could put uh, like a little little bottle of uh,
1: whiskey in there. Yeah, (laughs) and then like even like I I I can reach out to Micah and Chris and see how interested they would be in doing something. We the only I think the issue would be, and again we can go to Rich for this is getting a. Stand or or something that can be reusable or something like that that can be used. But
0: even like okay, like if I I, I would <clears throat> say for me now that would be ideal mm-hmm. having a stand or something. But even if it was just a box of beer and all the the caps were numbered, mm-hmm. it would still be a lot of fun. The numbers could be out of order still, you yeah. know, like it would still be fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, maybe maybe we would all agree beforehand on like colors. You know, maybe it's okay. like if there's three of us, we do red, white, and green. Mm-hmm. You know, each, well, so each I got person a takes caps one in there color. of all different
1: kinds of colors. So I got the green bre- brewers basic caps. I got black. I got gold and silver. Yeah, but orange. like we, well, yeah, we
0: just pick pick Christmas. I got, I got American
1: flag. Even if you want to go, <laughs> I can see it from here. Yeah, yeah.
0: but yeah, and like you know, just like pick Christmas colors or, or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. That could be fun.
1: Maybe for uh, next year, we we yeah, reach out. Because I, I know we are planning <laughs> on doing an episode with Chris this year, uh, talking about lagering, but that's that's further down this season. So definitely we can talk season, to him about it. Yeah. We can definitely we'll, talk we'll to him corner about it. him on air. Yeah. I can't say no. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to this episode, Chris. You don't want to get planned for this tech. Yeah. Well, I think this is... this. This gave a lot of ideas, not even just for us, but I feel like if, if someone at Powers is listening, give yeah. us one percent and they, they definitely do are. this. <laughs> yes, yeah. You know someone they is they must be. Um or we, even
0: as like some. We brewery. are freely publishing this podcast, so they will have no <laughs> legal uh reason to pay us anything. But <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Or even like like if GravCap does like I know GravCap listens to it every so often and like they heard this and like, okay, well, who Lake Orion Brewers, like what breweries? What do you want to do? You want to like put something together so we can all kind of work yeah. together and do this. Now, now I'm kind of curious what their strategy was.
0: Like, was it was it twelve different beers? Did they like double up? I'm I'm curious how they made theirs work. I don't, I, I don't remember them telling about that. I might have to go through and listen. Well, no, that was probably off air, wasn't it? Uh well, I'm just I'm not sure that they got into that level of detail. They said they okay. did one, but okay. we we never asked like how they filled it out. But I'm curious because. Yeah. That could, yeah, it, it'd be interesting. You know, like we were talking about how a single microbrewery or multiple might go about this, but um, they did go about it. So mm-hmm. it, it, it would be interesting to kind of hear uh, like what their
1: approach was, mm-hmm. how they made it work. Now, I do have a quick question actually for you because you keep you do say twelve a lot. I've never seen a twelve-day one. How do you do? You do every other day?
0: I think it's just like the latter half of the month. I've never done one, but I've okay. heard of them because like some of the, like the whiskey and wine ones, mm-hmm. just because they are expensive will, will be, um, yeah. as we are
1: doing tw- 24 for ours. <laughs> yeah. They'll just be 12 days.
0: Well, this isn't, uh, ours is less expensive cause we we're just pouring a little off the top to, to provide some context. What we are doing is eat. There's three of us. It's a 24 day advent calendar. Um, we we passed out bottles, so each of us mm-hmm. agreed basically that we've taken eight I'll days. Fill mine. So eight times three. <laughs> so when you buy something new throughout the year, you just pour you you fill three of these little small like kind of traveler sized yeah. bottles, so that um, so you sacrifice a little bit out of every bottle you buy, mm-hmm. and then by the end of the year, the idea is that like you filled eight days worth but you filled them times three so that like the three of us each get one yeah, bottle yeah, and then so between then, the three of us we'll hopefully all end up with like 24 distinct we should yeah i will get there don't worry i'm a little intimidated
1: i'm not gonna lie by like, oh no i am too. by 24 days of whiskey <laughs> i know i know i'm gonna be doing some of the mead with it and i've already put some gin in there as well yeah so my, it won't um, be all whiskey but still just like uh i don't know that there's ever been a point
0: in my life even in college where i drank liquor 24 days in a row Best, no time. It's than, a good reason. No
1: time, no a, time better than a, now. It's a good excuse. Yeah. <laughs> no, um,
0: my, my, did you ever meet my Venezuelan roommate, Miguel? I have not, but I've heard plenty okay, of yeah. stories. Yeah. So they, he had like this, I, I think it was like a kind of culture wide saying, but it was something he would always say like uh, in uh, Spanish, uh, December is deciembre and the word for to drink is Beber. So they had this little like combination, uh, where like, you know, basically December was just like drinking month. So they called it baby embrace. And so it was just an excuse, you know, like whenever if 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 just at an inopportune time, you know, it was like whatever, it was like a weeknight or 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 you know, we just like needed some excuse to crack open mm-hmm. a beer, we would just all shrug and go, S baby embrace. <laughs> So there it is. If you I I guess that's what we'll be doing this year. It's there just, we go. It's Why Well, does this episode turned out really good. This was fun. I think that yeah, we, we need some consulting fees before we drop any more wisdom on anybody. I'm about to say, yeah, we we've been giving out too many ideas and People are
1: going to make money off so that. I'm if,
0: if Powers or another large corporation would like to
1: contact us, or even a, a microbrewer that heard this episode, <laughs> we can be found <laughs> on Twitter
0: at <laughs> Brewthers in Law or on our website at Brewthers in Law.com. That is B R E W. And that's the only way.
1: And that's the only way they can find you.
0: Inlaw.com. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. And so, additionally, if people would like the Ryan Kuhn
1: solo experience where should they look i don't think they still want this um i'm on twitter at rambo kuhn that's r-a-m-b-o-k-u-h-n um and then uh, for anything more brewing related i am at wise old owls brew and then for you uh gen zers who be listening um i am on tiktok where i do videos of me brewing plus some fun videos of what famous fictional people would drink? Like Gandalf would drink. Magic hack number nine. Ah, uh, got it. And no I am on there at Wise Old Isles Brew as well as I am on Twitter. So, um, and if you ha- if you have any thoughts on how to build an advent calendar, um, if you. Have any ideas on other Advent calendars you think
0: are really cool? If you have ever experienced a really unique one of these newfangled Advent calendars that you really liked. Yes. Let us know. Us. Even if it's not, it doesn't have to be booze. Yeah. Like I said, I heard there was like a, like a perfume one or something. Mm. Sounds the, the wives are doing tea. I oh do uh, the yeah, liquor, no. Yeah. Haley and I did uh, tea last year. Yeah. And it was really. I think they're nice. doing the
1: same the same one. all, yeah, all the yeah. wives. So yeah, we are. Our mother in law. Oh, I'm then, doing
0: it too. Oh, you're doing too? So? Well, I'm I'm not getting a separate one, but like, oh yeah, you probably. We, you get some we, her, yeah, so. we 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 just kind of like make a one and a half cup. Yeah. With each bag, and then mm-hmm. we, we have and half. It so you can do that with Mallory to wash down your whiskey
1: with exactly. So if you have any ideas <laughs> or advent calendars <laughs> you think are really cool, let us know. If you have any other comments about what we do what we brew or what we think about beer, which we're not professionals, so we're just going to give you our basic knowledge and what we know. Let us know. You can reach out to us on uh, also on Apple Podcasts or YouTube, wherever our podcast is being played, and we will gladly read your comments online when we have them. Um, But until then, next time we do this, we get together, I think, cheers. Cheers. (coughs)